This doesn't feel right. A sponsor is a sponsor. I, yeah, it just, normally it's transactional, you know, like, like money. Dude, he's sponsoring our souls. How metal can that get? It just feels, I don't know, it, it's a cult. It's a good time. Welcome to the recording studio, boys. Here are some beverages. Okay, well, I mean, we shouldn't drink that. Wait, why, why did you... What are you doing? It's existing. Being. Devouring. Transcending into my higher form. It's happened. Come, family. He has risen. Hey, guys. <laughs> You're a very vicious snowflake. I don't appreciate your cancer. I'm Nick Cage. Yes! What? Nick Cage? The highest form of Nick. So, uh, Declaration of Independence? And, like, Kaufman? <laughs> That's so Nick Cage! Wait. Oh my god. A bee. A bee! Oh, I can't wait! Oh no. Not the bees! Not the bees! Now that's Nick Cage. They said they would never come back. That they couldn't come back. Welcome to another episode of the new and improved podcast from the Black Lagoon. Where we metaphorically slice and dice our way through horror films of old and new. I'm Brian, and you know what, Nick? Every week, I come up with some tonally relevant profession or name. I'm done with it. I'm done with these facades to hide behind. Right now, I am just Brian. I'm Nicholas Alexander Hacks, the man who has been blessed by God. God's will in my heart. Okay, I see. Cult leader. <laughs> we got it. I think we got it. <laughs> Today, we are covering Mandy. In a world where a hippie cult and biker demons that resemble Slipknot members rattle the wrong cage by killing his beloved mm. title card, Nick Cage goes on a drug field rampage to no end. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. See, I think we found a movie so out of bounds that your inaccurate synopsis is accurate. See, it is it, such an LSD trip. You know that. why it's so accurate? Because why? this movie is a normal Saturday evening yeah. for me. Yeah. To, to get the full weight of that bit, please watch our reaction video to Mandy. What a blast. <laughs> that all, was fun. Uh, all on YouTube. YouTube which Black is, Network. Yep, Black Lou Network. Thank you guys. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. you know, let's 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 you know freshen things up a bit. I want to go over some lines with you. Some of my favorite lines from this movie. Okay. What, what, what do you say about that, Brian? 
you know what? Normally I have to drag you kicking and screaming out of your synopsis. If you're coming willingly, all right, let's do it. Let's, let's, I want let's the toy. Lines. I want the toy, Brian. I don't yeah, want to leave Toys R Us. I want the I know, toy. I know. That's okay. So this one is from Mandy Bloom, which I just normally just call her title card because... Lots of title cards in this movie. She, yeah. She's the title of the movie. Uh, yeah. And she's reading from her book, and she says... Under the crimson primordial sky, surrounded by the jagged rocks of the ancient volcanic mountain, the wretched warlock reached into the dark embrace of the fissure until his hand touched a smooth glassy surface. Cold as ice, his fist closed around the serpent's eye. Slowly he withdrew it and held it before him in the fading light of the blood-red suns. It glowed from within, a ghostly emerald light, strange and eternal. Yeah, that's good writing. It's such such a yeah. Good... If you want to reread Dune, that's fucking great. <laughs> is that is that from Dune? No, it's not. But it it has that like huge grand scale that Dune has, where everything that's happening is going to become a legend. Yeah, right. it's crazy. And I have to say, uh, my probably an- another line from the cult leader Jeremiah Sand. He uh, when he captures Mandy, he says, "You know, I've been blessed to." to know the comfort of many women but there are a few that have had your radiance you're a special one mandy i too am a special one let us be so very special together it's so fucking creepy oh yeah. and oh, so yeah. he's so like his head is swollen with narcissism narcissism there you go he's there such a narcissistic piece of shit real that, deal god complex stuff that you like the audience really wants him to fucking go out in a brutal way which i might oh, yeah. which i might say he did yep oh yeah no man we'll get there right, one thing i do want to say um i'm gonna keep keep plugging our, our reaction videos i feel like it adds to the experience you need to watch the scene where his face is merging into hers and hers is merging into his and just how dumbfounded we both were during this moment and that entire sequence man i mean it's an explicit film we, we might not be able to show all that obviously in, in obviously, the reaction video because of but, copyright infringement and stuff but we try our best yeah, but wow what it's such um I, it's such a drug induced movie it, fuck it if if a movie could be lsd this is your movie yeah, and but it was also and this is maybe got to the film talk, but it was more than that too. Like it wasn't just a horror film that's trippy. It was really well made. Um, now, real quickly, one of my favorite lines that I just happened to find: uh, Jeremiah Sands is something really, really eerie to me. That kind of shows what their cult's all about. When he he's looking at Red near the very end, and he says, "You're just meat without a soul, without a brain, without anything. Animal. You have no spirit." No radiant light. I possess eludications you will never know. That is startling. When you're a cult leader and you think anybody who doesn't follow your word is literally just a bag of sentient meat. What a line. That's evocative. That's great. Oh, anyway, and then sure, he gets his, sure. uh, you know, some great stuff happens after that line. So, he offers wow. him. Wow, I'm ready for the. Offers, offers fellatio. A suck oh yeah, that dick. happens too. I did kind of just skip over that. <laughs> I'll suck your yeah. dick, man. I'll suck your dick. Yep. That that scene at the heart of all cult leaders. That is what they are saying. They are all 
Yep, offering fellatio. Yep, too weak to make it in the real world. That is what they will do to keep their lives. To keep their facade, which, as you know... And for anybody who wishes to sponsor us... Yeah. I'll suck your dick. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yes. All this high-minded talk for me, we are willing to do anything for your money. I mean, just so, like a... Thanks. <laughs> if, you, if you could see Brian's face, he is yep. more than willing. Yes, uh, the desperation, uh, it, it overrides all dignity. So, yeah. All right, get to the film. <laughs> when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. So, yeah, like I said before, LSD on film. Mm-hmm. Like, I've... Yes. I am... I'll be honest with everybody. I mean, if you, you can look at me, I'm, I am a partaker of, of drugs. I, I like my psychedelics. And I will say, yeah, this is very accurate. If a movie was <laughs> LSD, this would be it. I mean, I, there's so many, like, weird things I have experienced that when watching this movie sober, I'm like, I've... I, the face merging is so weird, mm. but so... Uh, relatable because <laughs> I've, I've seen I've seen some shit uh, yeah uh, so this is my first time watching the film Nick mm-hmm. you're introducing this one to me and I really didn't know what to expect I knew it was going to be a bit trippy but I wasn't sure there are plenty of trippy films that are just gimmicky like oh, we're going to do crazy things and you're not going to get it almost every time that this film decided to just betray basic movie conventions they did it masterfully and with a purpose near the three-fourth line it just got muddled and weird for me but then it got all back near the end three-fourths of this movie was brilliant i was so into it the beginning to me was the strongest the first i'd say hour just it kept upping the ante and then after when it became a revenge film it did detract from it for me because i'm really into that crazy surrealism but it was still really well done and they leaned into the maniac that is Nick Cage and they really made him at home in the film and that was really cool to see some of it bordered on cheesy comic booky but then it came back to like dark depraved surreal horror like it got its it got its teeth back by the end oh my god but, there's so many Nick Nick lines yep. in, mm-hmm. in this not me lines but Nick Cage lines like Nick Cage you're lines. you're vicious snowflake <laughs> Yeah, that some was of them my. Just seemed like they made no sense. That was my favorite shirt. Okay. Yeah, like what? What? That that's in that one third part that I wasn't too big of a fan of, where it felt like it kind of forgot what it was for a moment. But it also was kind of at home in the mm. movie that was just trying to not have anything you can really hold on to that's real. Right. Um, yeah, I, I was into it. Uh, I, I I thought this was brilliant. I was hoping it was going to be more of like. In that first hour, it was just so unrelentingly dark and surreal. Mm-hmm. I was hoping we'd keep that all the way through, but it turned into a different type of movie. But that different type of movie was still masterfully made and fun and so yeah. visceral. So many oh, yeah. amazing fucking shots. The mm-hmm. music, dude. Oh my yep. god. Johan. Oh Johan, man. I'm gonna sit down. And I'm just gonna listen to his dis- dis- discography because whew, he knows uh, how to. Me- he knows how to yeah. put like atmosphere in the room when it really counts. Let me counts. tell you, I think our listeners will resonate with this. Anybody who has heard Joy Division, 
and just it hit them right in the soul. Listen to Johan Johansson's Miner's Hymns or listen to, to Funeral Canticle by John Tavener. These are, this is like anybody who has had, who has wrestled with anything is like, no, that's, that sounds like my, my uh, inner turmoil. Put into music. That's what it is. That's what a good musician does. This whole movie was just so well done. This guy just finds the essence of a film and just makes it into music, and that's brilliant. It's wonderful. Oh it's my beautiful. God. Cheddar Goblin, man. Cheddar Goblin. Yep. Yes. Yep. Cheddar. Any, any. If anybody told me there's a Cheddar Goblin ad in a film that Johan scored, I would have said that can't work. It works so well. It made so much sense in the movie. I need... Somehow it didn't feel like it was a scene that could be taken out. <laughs> I need the Cheddar Goblin plushie, a box of Cheddar mm. Goblin mac and cheese, yes, and Nick Cage's handcrafted battle axe. Yep. And, and let mantle. it be known to anybody who hasn't seen this, Cheddar Goblin regurgitates mac and cheese onto children. That's not even the whole commercial. You can see the whole thing on YouTube. Oh my god, there's more. <laughs> yeah, there's more. Cheddar oh, Goblin. The, the Cheddar Goblin lore. <laughs> Cheddar Goblin, did you eat all the mac and cheese? <laughs> then Cheddar Goblin it, regurgitates mac and cheese all over the kids. And the kids are more yeah. than excited. Yep. The- <laughs> That's the weird part. They're kind of in love with it. And it's a lot of mac. It oh, isn't like a reasonable I guess- amount. We we all know what those kids are gonna be into when they grow up, if not already. Yep. Yeah. Our sexual experiences. You're welcome. We, no, we got it. You're just gonna no. lay it bare. Yeah. <laughs> there can there can be no subtlety when Nick is here. <laughs> no, I'm not a subtle person. If you were, the show wouldn't be as good. Tell me oh, when you first saw this movie. Please. What was your reaction? Did this have to grow on you? Did it immediately just hit you in the face and you're like, "This is a so, great film." So this is my second time viewing the movie. Mm. Uh, my first time viewing the movie was a long time ago. I think it was around the time the movie was released. But I kept hearing Mandy this, Mandy that, and I'm like, I'm not necessarily big on Nick Cage. I don't understand what the big hubbub is about Nick Cage is. Uh, but now I'm sort of seeing it. I'm kind of understanding why people like Nick Cage for the way that he is. Um, and he's kind of growing on me. But the movie overall, when I first watched this movie, I'm just thinking to myself, again, fucking acid. Whoever made this movie was on drugs or was like, yeah. I'm going to make a movie for people who like to drop acid. And I think that that is an mm-hmm. experience that needs to happen um, one day, <laughs> for me at yeah. least. Um, yeah. So the majority of this movie looked like the cover art to a metal album. I get the the whole movie is a fucking acid metal album. Yeah. Front to back, like Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. man! Like I. <sighs> I can't gush enough about this movie. It was so beautifully put together. Scene for scene, the lens flares. I'm not a huge fan of lens flares. I thought the Star Trek films that J.J. Abrams did were fucking horrendous. Uh, Lens flares out the ass, but this was like so... This movie was colorful and vibrant and um, exuding like... Very... Go ahead. Darkness. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Hail Satan. Uh, ominous. So ominous throughout the whole film. The I can't say enough about this, how stylized it was. It's such a hard thing to balance really stylistic camera work and lighting with your movie because sometimes it just feels like, oh, you're just trying to make like this edgy, crazy film. This felt so at home. Like, even before crazy metaphysical events started happening all around them, the world looked the same. Like, <laughs> like it just you... didn't have big jagged rocks, but everything was crazy and flickery and wacko. And it's just like, this is so cool. Could you say that this movie was more style over substance? I've, like, looking over reviews and stuff, I, I saw a lot of people saying this this movie was just a bunch of, like, stylistic uh, shots over, like, a well-written story that this yeah, movie um, was that's in. a real critique. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do believe, and we'll get there in my final cut, where I'll really give the big picture, but there, to me, there is credence to that argument. However, not as much as some people on IMDb seem to think. We're all entitled to our opinions, but there, there was a, there was such a undercurrent of like, the people, the, the, the writer of this film kind of got what he was, he or she was writing about. It felt like there is a real understanding about, about loss, <laughs> and evil, and, ev like there is a really is a sense in this movie of like this is an intense film, even when it has its kind of silly scenes and and, and kind of weird moments. Um, the writing was great, but it isn't trying to be the next great Terrence Malick movie. It isn't trying to be pure substance to be poured over by critics. So the, the whole style over substance thing doesn't fully ring true, but it was really stylized, and it was stylized in a really great way. And frankly, if it were not directed that way, I probably wouldn't sit through the movie for the story. Yeah. Each component needed itself. Right, like the story was really interesting because of how it was, it was there. Built. It was there for a reason. It wasn't right. there yeah. because oh, ooh, art, yeah, yeah. See, and like, that's why I feel like there is something to the idea that it is just really great to look at, and maybe that is a cheap way to keep people watching and loving it. But the fact that each component felt necessary tells me it wasn't fully style over substance, um, and also like. I, you know, not every movie has to be a masterpiece. This was a incredible film. I'm willing to call it a masterful film without it entering in my top 50 horror films. Just because it's what it wanted to be. It's a, it's a very impressive movie. And it was a blast. And I really respect it. But yeah. Regardless, that doesn't mean it. Just like we did our Psycho episode. Brilliant movie. It's not going to be in my top 10. Brilliant movie, though. Yeah, of you course. know, all the same. I, I, just personal taste. Yeah. I love the cartoon segments in this mm -hmm. movie so well put together yeah i yeah. i agree with you 100% very metal very <laughs> i just it, it it's it's lawless like the 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 ability to just like i i told you this in the reaction video at one point the guy brings out the knife and out of nowhere, green light is flickering all over it. But there's no green light anywhere, right? Like, they, they flip away from the light, and there's no green. It's because the light isn't supposed to be, like, existing in the woods. It's just a tone poem of a movie. It's just about this is what the knife looks like and feels like. And they just, everything is stylized and crazy. And I just thought that was great. And the, the fact that they just go from a real film to a heavy cartoon segment and then flip it into this crazy, like... There, it, there's a lawlessness to it. They're constantly just kind of overblowing through conventions, and mm -hmm. and it's not just to do it. 
Remember, well people, there's a, there's vodka, a to it. vodka always heals wounds. Just pour your yes. vodka and your, and your stab wounds will heal right up. Yes. And, like brand new, man. Yep. Got a broken computer? Pour vodka, vodka. all over it. Got a broken wife? Uh, After I don't know hardcore jackhammer one. sex, vodka will fix that right up disturbing i was gonna say do you have a bad relationship with your parents vodka but you took that to a different level <laughs> okay are you unsure how to get the podcast back on track after your co-host says something terrifying vodka <laughs> <laughs> if you have an alcoholic grandfather who abuses everybody <laughs> vodka well wait vodka. oh <laughs> no that, that's just that's just making the problem worse. No, no, you, you uh, no, fire vodka. with fire, right? Vodka. Yep, that's the that's yeah. the way I like to. I'm a I'm a firefighter. But you have lung cancer and you need to stop but, smoking. Well, this is like this fire with fire thing, right? So I should keep smoking. That's not how it works. Yeah, that's okay. I'll just switch over to marijuana. Yeah, <laughs> a, a different combustible. Okay, what do we? What are we? <laughs> this is a good movie. <laughs> we just we both entered a we, trance state for five minutes and just ran with it. <laughs> yep, that's what this movie does to you. You just yep. it opens up your third eye. Mm-hmm. Not not your vagina. Your your third eye up on your forehead. On on that beautiful note, uh, Nick, you shared with me uh, uh, one of your buddies who did a new podcast. And oh I don't yes, know if they listened to this, but you know what? Give him a shout out. I thought that was really cool. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of. I am so sorry. I kind of just like forgot what what their name is, but I'm gonna go that ahead. That's cool. I'm gonna okay. go ahead. All right. So it fair enough. I have it right here on Spotify. It's already pulled up. <laughs> Hellions Horror Podcast. Yeah, you guys should definitely go and follow them. They just got started. Uh, we apparently inspired them to start podcasting. And uh, their first episode is already up, and they covered Silent Night, which was a uh, reboot of the Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, It's a loose reboot of uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, So, which was a really good movie. Uh, Nonetheless, definitely go check them out. It's like a brand new podcast, so give them a chance. They're just starting out, so... Definitely, yeah. definitely go check it's them tough. out. It's, it's tough. It's tough just starting out, um, but I listened to the first episode. There's a lot of that great new podcast energy. Yeah. Very cool. Keep it up, guys. Okay. Um, do you have any other big points about this film? Mm. Just, cocaine. Issue. Nick Cage doing cocaine. Yeah. How? Yep. It's such a Nick Cage thing. Uh huh. Isn't I, it? After destroying a demon, he just decided that now's the time. <laughs> this is what I need more of. <laughs> Man, that pornography did not deserve to be destroyed. Yeah, that was an interesting choice. I wonder what the writers were like. Just have that on in the background. I'm more power to them. I think no, more. Was, I think it, more movies a... should have porn in the background. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know. Just for the sake of doing it, but I, I just it made the scene eerie. Like it was creep. Like why is the demon sitting there? Snorting Watch, like, cocaine and just watching yeah. porn. They're just so human. Casually, and, casually yeah. watching porn. Not even like his dick's not even out. It's just 
I'm just gonna watch porn. It's Which, watching like letter again, <laughs> again, a casual Saturday evening for me. Yes, yes, very true. Now, and like there were a few moments where I thought there's gonna be a twist ending, and Nick Cage was just a maniac who's high and hurting people. Um, one of the parts is when he went through the demon's house, and they had dirty dishes piled up, and I just had this wait. Like, did these guys go to like Walmart and like buy food and bring it up? Like, do they do they observe Trash Day? and bring their trash out to the curb i couldn't imagine these demons doing like normal domestic things it was a bizarre choice to have these ethereal crazy things uh well i think that's very um creepy to think about how demons from the nether just do humanistic things i'm just gonna watch porn uh, john uh, wednesday's recycling could you please put your beer bottles in in the green Give me bin. a second. Let me do another line. Like, we serve Lucifer. We should be above this. <laughs> uh, like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, we need to recycle. Jerry, porn again? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Not at the dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You can't... <laughs> What's for dessert? Cocaine? You have to eat your meats before you do <laughs> your cocaine. There we go. But I want cocaine. Go. God damn it, Jerry. Tom, stop storing the cocaine. You're supposed to finish your dinner. <laughs> Tom and Are Jerry. Are we making our skit right now? <laughs> uh, I guess that's that's it for guts. I think so. Like, it's not... Like, I, I don't have that much to say. Uh, not, not because the movie was lacking in anything, but because it's kind of like... It just speaks it's for really itself. Well done. It really speaks yeah. for itself. There's not definitely. a lot to say, but it is definitely a must watch. And yes. I think that um, viewing number three is the magic number. So oh, okay. next, n- next time I watch this movie. Cool. Yes. You awesome. Know. All right. Well, <laughs> looks like we are entering the eulogy. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We are gathered here today at the Black Lagoon Network to put this film to rest. Mandy, 2018, right? 2018? Maybe. Yep, 2018. Uh, What a fucking trip of a movie. Oh my god. Nick Cage, yep, blew it out the water. Um, You're kind of giving me hope. You were yourself the whole way. (laughs) Yep. Uh cults and stuff and drugs and <laughs> porn and and all that good good shit uh killing the title card was a risque move for the directors um didn't see it coming nor will anybody ever see me coming um unless you Yikes. purchase my only fans uh other than that <laughs> I, lo- I love the thought of me being a priest and just eulogizing like a corpse and i'm just like never saw his death coming nor will any of you see me coming so said so so saith the lord and or unless you buy my only fans so saith the lord amen um so i'm gonna bury this movie or no i'm gonna light this movie ablaze yeah yeah with Hmm. A box 
of cheddar goblin <laughs> mac and cheese. Of course, of course. And porn. Yeah, okay. All right. I am going to lay it to rest with my sanity. This was a this was a interesting movie. And I did, really did it, really like go Did ahead. it did it give you an ego death, Brian? I would did, say Do you feel like a new person? It gave me hmm constipation. Yeah. <laughs> it gave me I can't there poop. A few digestive issues that I can tie to the movie, but I couldn't digest this. I remain movie. unmoved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. You know my sanity. We'll we'll just call it that. All right. I are you hearing voices? Oh wow. <laughs> if only you could see what I'm seeing. <laughs> oh. Pretend this bottle of water is vodka. Just yeah, there we go. Hold on, we're fixing it. Okay. Wow. All right. You can watch that. Uh, Patreon. If it, if it ever goes on Patreon, that God is. Knows. We need to at one point do something. If we well, sometimes. That is better. So this one is from Nancy Hotz with a Z. This was posted on September 15th of 2018. Gave it two stars and titled it, Are You Kidding? I read the reviews. Love over the top entertainment. This was awful. Boring. No character development. You need something. Watch until the end to be fair. Were they looking for art house? Missed it. Cheaply written, directed, and filmed. Pass. Interesting. Which Interesting. I can I can I can understand how some people would not like this movie. It's not for everybody. I don't expect people to to regard this movie as the best film of all time because it's not. But at the right. same time, it is so beautifully shot and scored that. I can't help but enjoy what we got. Yeah. And what we got was fucking amazing. I agree with that. And and I, I read reviews like that and I kind of I worry that I might be that way with some movies and not know it. Where it's like I am overlooking something that is evidently and clearly at least like there is thought put into it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like this I got this movie. I was like, yeah, no, this is well done. I could never say it was cheaply filmed. That just it seems objectively not true, right? But but, you know, I, I feel like I the way that person treats this movie, I, I may treat movies that way sometimes and not even know it. So let that be a reminder to all of us that <laughs> the people behind these films, they put it in the blood and sweat and tears and And acid. Yeah. And acid. In this case, lots of acid. Uh, and, we and, forgot yeah. to talk about the bug. <laughs> oh, that that dreaded godforsaken bug! <laughs> out of this house, yeah, out of this house, no. kill I it before it breeds. That was too much. That was way more disturbing than it should have been for me. Oh my god! Only in Australia. Yes, <sighs> man, that thing was horrible. Okay, 
Uh, this is a review from Hazel Eyes 4749915. Make sure you got all that in there. Okay. I've never had to say a bad thing about Nicolas Cage's movies, which is just a funny thing to say. But this is an absolutely ridiculous film. I had to force myself, to literally force myself, to get past 20 minutes in this movie just because it's Nicolas Cage. Now, the saving grace of this film is Nick Cage for him, which I love. I have to say, I'm very disappointed in Nicolas Cage. <laughs> his saving grace didn't work. He keeps making movies like this. Nobody's going to want to watch his movies. <laughs> I don't know how on earth this got so many high-rated votes unless it's from Crew and Friends, which is capital, as if it's the show. <laughs> as if Chandler Bing is just, just upvoting this. Ross. Yeah, Ross is over there saying, Fucking Ross. great job, Nick. <laughs> and then he says, I dated Jennifer you Aniston. Can... Yeah, she's over... she she's such a nice lady. She'd give it a five-star review. I mean, her her, her looks never change. Never still change. still rocking. Yes, please uh, watch our, our, what was it? What was the movie? You're Next. You're Next, yes, please. Okay, if you can manage to get through the first hour, then the rest gets better. Fast forward through the first 20 minutes, very boring. The first hour is boring, and it is dull. The last hour is good, with lots of blood. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sound like a maniac. Too bad he couldn't have put in a little more action in the first hour of the movie. So sad to see Nicolas Cage movies going downhill. We have a real deal, Nick Cage. She had to force here. herself to force herself, like she wasn't mm -hmm. already forcing herself. It's forception. Yes. Forception, yes. Yeah. You know, I am charmed by this review. I love the idea that somebody is such is rooting for Nick Cage, like like he's a down and out guy who needs help, <laughs> and is trying so hard to enjoy this movie just because he's in it, but doesn't like Nick Cage Nick Cage's performance and then laments the fact that his acting career might be going downhill. You're an interesting person. <laughs> I don't know what you see in him, darling. Yeah, I. <laughs> It, watch adaptation and see what this guy is capable of and i have so i have a lot of respect for him because i feel like he decided i just want to be me and he did that for the rest of his life and it's like you know what good on you yeah good on you <laughs> that might be all i have to say to that man okay um that that's my only voice was that yours too yep I guess it's time for the final cut. So, uh, this is a very hard one for me to do. Although I am kind of seeing the light of Nicolas Cage, uh, slowly but surely. Okay. I have to, uh, with everything that I've seen in this movie, that I've thoroughly enjoyed, and um, honestly, I'm going to have to give this movie a 7.5 out of 10. Slashes. Definitely. For sure. Awesome. The fun movie. That's great. Visually beautiful. Audio is out of this world. Everything is fucking crazy, Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
I have a, I have a rating question for you, just yes. because I'm self-conscious about my ratings all the time and, and very it, resistant dude. to this I'm segment. Always, shoot. Because, you know, making a, a metric for a movie feels like a messy thing that misses more than it hits for, for me. For me... And I try to shoehorn it in. You know, for me, I try not to think too hard about it. I think I yeah. think about, like, what is the best movie of all time? What is the mm-hmm. best, in my opinion, what is the best, horror, what is my most favorite fucking horror movie of all time? That is John Carpenter's The Thing. Right. That is such a stupendously shot film. The special effects are, they're timeless. The music is amazing. It's well yeah. shot. The place that it was filmed in was fucking awesome. And I love the concept of not knowing who who could be the thing yeah and just this the the tension of um paranoia yeah it's perfect i also love american werewolf in london would you say when you're rating movies that you and i'll I'll get to my score in a moment yeah but um would you say that you if i were to if i made an excel sheet of all of your movie ratings would they correlate to one another for instance, if you gave Psycho a 7 out of 5 and this a 7 out of 5, is each rating did I, its own or is it comparative? Did, Do you know what I mean? Did, did I have I, no idea. I think you rated it around there. I think you gave mm, it a I, something close to it. And you see, yeah, th- this is the tricky part of rating because here's what I think. I think there are two camps. Hmm. It's perfectly fine to rate a movie and say this rating does not translate to other movies I rated. But I made my own scale for this one movie, and I thought out of 1 to 10, this was a 7.5. Psycho, 1 to 10, this was a 7.5. But Psycho's definitively a better movie I think I, I think I gave Psycho <laughs> a 6. Maybe you did. And see, even then, like, you, do you see where the rating gets tricky? For, if someone for, made an Excel me, sheet of all your ratings? For me, it, it, it's, never, it's never finalized. It may be finalized right. in the episode, but like for me, it always changes. It, yeah. it always changes. So, uh, speaking of which, I'm rounding it up and I'm going eight oh, out of right. ten because <laughs> nice. I really fucking enjoyed this movie. Yeah, um, and I think that's what matters. So there's that. Just like with Psycho, there is that element of like I know this is a masterful movie. Regardless, it isn't my favorite movie. It just didn't hit me right. So I gave it I think a seven point five or something. When I know it's way higher than that. But the subjective bit is what pushed it down, right? So, it's in, all in this... it's all in in your point of view of what how right. you felt about the movie, not what yeah. you, not what uh, you think other people would think this movie is rated as. Like, oh yeah, I yeah. could no, I could give that. I could give the <laughs> I just want to be consistent, <laughs> right? I I understand that. Well, sometimes consistency can get muddled and shit like that but it has it, we've been doing this segment for a few episodes i'm losing my mind <laughs> it's all good dude we'll, we'll get 6.5 out of 10 6.5 out of 10 yeah and i i probably given Any, this movie I, more compliments than mm-hmm. plenty of other movies that i rated higher i mean i could um, see why you would give it a 6.5 out of 10 it's yeah. not and to me that's that's pretty good i'm serious yeah, yeah. one star is a black screen and 10 out of 10 is the thing I gave this a 6.5 because it's really good. I do think it is a bit lacking in some in some capacities, but God, it was a such a good movie. If one, I would... st- <laughs> go ahead. If one star is me just nude in front of a screen yeah, for two and a half hours on loop, 
<laughs> not even new footage, just the same 10 seconds on loop. <laughs> Wasn't that the porn in the movie? I feel like it was on it loop. It must have been on loop. I, I feel like there's only so much of that you can There take. was only so much of doggy style that you can handle before yeah. before it gets stale. <laughs> and then yeah. you start looking you know at what? darker things on the internet. What if over the course of that scene we watched that man just just sink into a dark internet pit? And by the end of it, he was just real caught up in some real I want to watch this movie now. People, make, make, it, make it a thing. With the new fan theory. Okay. You know what? I'm starting to lose my mind. I'm, 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 I'm not okay. Six I'm out not of, okay either. I'm on 6. drugs. 6.5 out of 10. On the, with, with the idea that this is such a good movie. I had so much fun watching it. And I would recommend this so quickly to anybody. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of the movies we're doing. Because we're doing Colorado Space, another surreal Nick Cage movie. And we're doing Annihilation, another really surreal movie that feels a lot like this one. Only it's, it takes itself a lot more seriously. But it feels like this. So this is going to be a cool month. It's going to be a unique month. And yeah, cheers to that. All right. I guess that's it for our podcast in the Black Lagoon episode on Mandy. Yeah, people. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes to come. Absolutely. Um, if you haven't already, please check out our YouTube channel, Black Lagoon Network, where we do movie reactions. We're doing trailer reactions. Probably do some gaming as well. Yeah. Uh, and hmm, what else? Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Black Lagoon Network. You can also follow us on Instagram at Black, Black Lagoon Network. Um, so you never miss a fucking episode yeah, at all. Totally. And, uh, and you can always like find me, out what we're doing. Totally. If, if you're like me and you never follow your podcast on social media, you don't get them in your Twitter feed or anything like that, I get it. You know what you can do for us, which would mean the world. Leave us a review on iTunes, any podcast medium that will allow it, and just tell us what you think. Honestly, any review. Seriously, even if you think we're a three-star podcast, leave it in. Uh, this we're literally growing and trying to figure out how to do this. We want to see your feedback. You can send us audio messages through Anchor. You can email us. I don't care what you do. You can find my 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 professional website and send me a message in the contact me portal. Whatever works for you. We just want to talk to you, get you engaged, and we we're gonna make this a show that you're all gonna love. So thank you for sticking with us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. All right. That's a solid episode. <laughs>